Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Heading into this 11-game homestand, did you have a number in mind as to what they needed to win to get kind of back into playoff contention? I thought more about the last seven. I, I, I mean, I, I thought you should have won the Diamondback series. I think that was a bit of a missed opportunity, given that you had had just had some of your guys lined up. But but I do think that it was five and two on the back end in these last two series, which which would mean winning each one. That's the number I thought coming in because really those games against division opponents with the Braves and Phillies are are obviously more important and give you a direct chance to, to gain some ground in the NL East. So that, that, I'd say five and two was the number I was thinking coming in. Jesse, you posted this 10 hours ago on your Twitter at Doherty underscore Jesse. The Nats and Phillies were postponed Monday. Now there's a split doubleheader Wednesday. The Nats are facing a bit of a conundrum needing seven starters in the next six days. What are their plans for that, that weird kind of setup? Yeah, they haven't, they haven't sort of specified them yet. And I'm, you know, frankly, I'm not entirely sure they know them, you know, quite quite you know yet but i i would say that you know their patrick corbin's going today he, he was pushed one day and then they'll have a split double header on wednesday and i would imagine that they'll have a call up you're allowed a 26 player in the event of a double header to add to the roster just for a start so i would imagine they go with a call up on wednesday in the first game and then keep max scherzer in his regular slot on wednesday night and then from there you can just bump eric fetty to thursday and then everything else would fall in line with the rotation you know steven strasberg waits a day to start and then it kind of gets back to normal from there uh, that would seem like the most logical option. You know, that way you're you're using that extra guy on a day when you also have Max Scherzer, and and, you, and then your bullpen wouldn't be so stressed. But uh, you know, they they could also just throw Eric Fetty on, um, you know, on, on Wednesday as well with Max Scherzer, and then slide in slide in the spot starter on Saturday. And then it, it, it's a lot of moving parts. Like a conundrum is certainly what it is. But you know, right right now I'd say it would look like Wednesday would be the time for that minor league call up to make it to make a spot start. How worried are they about Corbin? His last three starts, he's been roughed up. Yeah, I think the um, the tra- it's not trending that well for him. I mean, it's not you know when you see one starter, two, you start to say, well, it's okay. I mean, and maybe teams just had a good approach. But when it gets to three, you're starting to get a bit worried. And and with him, it's just he can't he can't locate his fastball right now. And, and when he can't do that, his slider, which is often lauded as one of the best pitches in baseball, one of the best out pitches, in, you know, in the league, it just it's not effective. And I, I think right now. You know the Nationals are denying it, and 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 um, and, and Corbin is, is as well. But it's it's hard not to look at his workload in May. He threw 108 pitches or more in all but one of his starts in that month. He hasn't been great since coming off an 116 pitch complete game. And and while you know, I mean, of course, you have to have some measure of trust in a guy if he's saying it's more mechanical, it's not a fatigue issue. I think there is some concern there that he was worked really hard in a way he hasn't been worked at any other point in his career you know, in the first two months of the season. And, and maybe that's something you look at and say, can, can we push him like that? Do we need to scale back his workload? And I think it's, these are all questions the Nationals need to consider when, when sifting through what's been going wrong with him and, and, and where to go next. Talking to Jesse Dockerty, beat reporter for the Nationals on the Washington Post. So somebody tweeted us this week. You know, we have Mike Rizzo on the show every Wednesday at 9 o'clock. We go in the clubhouse mm-hmm. with him. And somebody tweeted us, regardless of his answer, 
you should ask him an Anthony Rendon question every time and find out the status of the contract. And I know he's going to spin it, but I'm wondering for somebody who's on the beat, how often are you talking to Rizzo or Rendon, if at all, about the contract situation? Because I don't recall Rendon having kind of this don't ask me uh, mantra that that uh, Bryce Harper had. It's interesting. It's an interesting question. And I think, you know, it's, and it's not often. It's not something that's brought up every time, you know, we talk to Anthony or every time he has a scrum. And, and maybe, maybe it should be more. I think that um, you sort, sort of what you would – what you do in our situation is you sort of wait to hear rumbles or wait to sort of see, um, you know, maybe more behind the scenes rather than, you know, putting a recorder or, or a notebook in someone's face and saying, you know, right. give us the latest. It's more, it's more sort of, you know, I guess um, on the backside of things but at the same time, if, if you're not, if that's not happening and you're not hearing those rumbles, then I guess maybe the next step is to, is to put them on the spot to, so to speak and with the camera, or with a recorder or whatever it may be. But I, I well, guess the answer to your the, question what's the, would be, what's the date for the, the trade deadline this year? It's July, July 31st. So, so um, we're so talking about up. basically six weeks and right now, you know, they're kind of on the edge of potentially being a contender, but they're also kind of on the edge of completely being out of it. You know what I mean? So yep. the next couple of weeks, they're going to have to make a decision if he hasn't signed an, an extension or a new contract. Absolutely. I think, I, I think, I mean, these two series decide a lot. I don't think it yeah. totally decides if you're a buyer or a seller, but I do think that it's going to show, you know, what this team is. And, and if you go one in six in the next seven games, uh, which I don't think the nationals will, but if you do, then you're, you're in a huge hole. I mean, you're already in, you're already eight and a half back in, in, in mid June, which is not great. But I think if you bury yourself even further, um, then you only have what like a month b- before you decide, and even sooner than that. I mean, you can't decide on July 24th that you're a seller. You have to kind of decide on like July 10th that you're a seller and start to actually work the phones and get going. So, I, w- I would say it's not even a six week window. It's even it's even smaller than that because you know that stuff doesn't. Those deals don't always come together so quick. And I think you need to you know gauge the field and then see who's buying and who's selling on other teams and, and where you can potentially send a guy. But I think the Nats did learn their lesson last year with Bryce Harper in, in not getting a prospect package from Houston when they had the chance and then and then having to go out and, and for agency and, and then try and sign him and him not coming back and him being left completely empty handed and I'd say that they don't want to repeat that process with Anthony. Um, so yeah, it's something it's something worth I mean I think that's gonna ratchet up now to also answer your first question. I think the the questions for that are gonna start to start to pick up just because it's the clock is ticking. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.